0: You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake. Content from the Ozark's own radio station. Business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on eighty-nine point three K E Y K Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, June 15th. The Osage Beach Outlet Mall was the subject of an impassioned public hearing and vote on Monday evening at Osage Beach City Hall. The city's TIF commission was deciding whether or not to recommend a funding plan for a possible redevelopment at the mall. That's expected to cost $186 million in total. Lots of speakers came in support of the TIF, including several employees from the mall. The commission meeting ended with a unanimous yes vote to recommend the plan to the City Board of Aldermen. The board meets Thursday. Pet owners beware. Coyotes are teaching their pups how to hunt and travel this time of year, and that can lead to conflicts with pets and people. Dogs and cats can both be at danger from coyotes, and Missouri Conservation recommends a few simple tips to keep them off your property. Keep food sources such as trash cans secure Make loud noises if a coyote is spotted, and do not leave your pets unattended. Well, it's hot. You already knew that, but the National Weather Service says it's going to stay hot, and the heat index may reach well over 100 degrees today. A few tips for keeping your home cool in these temperatures, courtesy of Ameren. Close off any unused rooms in your house. Cook outdoors, think grilling, and reduce hot water use when possible. It's a good reason to take a cold shower. Well, this has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. Lakeexpo.com.
0: Portions of the programming on key radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. More work for the Chiefs today. They're having their mandatory mini camp this week. It is day two of the mini camp. They'll take it through tomorrow, and then the Chiefs will take a few weeks off before they open training camp. July 26th for the 12th straight year, it will be in St. Joe. First game of the regular season comes on September 11th on the road against Arizona. The new buyers of the Denver Broncos are spending a lot of money. It's a record record. $4.65 $4.65 billion for the team. That's a new high for the North American sports team. The Walton Penner Group, headed by Walmart Air Rob Walton. His daughter, uh, Carrie Walton Penner, and her husband are the ones uh, buying that. Boy, I tell you, that's a lot of money. Baseball, the Cardinals close out a series at home against the Pirates today and the Royals. Close out a series on the road against the San Francisco Giants today. And college baseball gearing up for the best time of its season. The College World Series gets underway on Friday. The final eight teams left standing looking to win a national championship there. Triple crown horse racing came to an end last weekend. If you didn't hear, Mo Donegal won the Belmont Stakes. We had three different horses winning the three different races. The Preakness winner was early voting and the Kentucky Derby winner was Rich Strike. Hey, you gotta check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and don't forget about uncle chris at the top of the hour almost every hour you can see lake tv on como channel 90 you can see lake tv absolutely free on roku just do a search for lake tv and streaming live 24 7 at mylaketv.com. tv.com i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this wednesday
0: portions of our programming on key radio made possible thanks to lake tv
3: lake tv is your hometown local tv station featuring cup of coffee with will and chris what's burning with kb live high school sports real estate dining boating and of course the annual lake of the ozark shootout lake tv on como connect channel 90 roku youtube facebook and instagram and of course online at mylaketv.com. tv.com if it's happening at the lake it's happening on lake tv
0: The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash key radio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Thank you. It's your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with k b on the daily show weekdays starting at eight a m heard again at four p m and again at midnight on eighty nine point three the key eight oh seven am I a narcissist because I talk about myself there in that uh that little liner it says you know news sports weather if
4: you're if you're not going to promote yourself, who is? No, this, you're not a narcissist for that. No, not at all, my friend. Come on now. Come on now.
0: I often wonder is he a narcissist? He he talks how do he talks about himself?
4: <laughs> well, you know, that's 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 one of the fascinating things about being uh, you know, running for an elective office. Mm-hmm. You uh um you know, I do I I I and, and unfortunately, I mean, you have to talk about yourself and sell yourself a little bit because mm-hmm. you need people to buy you, right? right kind right, of. Right. I mean, you need right. to vote for you, but at the same time, this I I I, I I'm not into I I I. I'm into we. I'm there's into There's no us. I in T, Mike. Well, <laughs> well I mean, <laughs> but there you know, is me. Yeah, There is me. There is, there me. is a me. That's right. There's there's me. <laughs> so you know, I mean, it's just uh, it, it's a. You know, I, I, I
0: right on. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man, for helping me clear that well, up. Sure, man. 81 degrees in Osage Beach. We're broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. And uh, we are looking at uh, a weather forecast yet again that uh, is going to be a hot one. going to yeah. be a hot one, as is the case for the entire month of June. I don't see any breaks in the action uh, at all, looking all the way up and uh, through the 29th day of June. We're going to have highs in the mid to upper 90s for the rest of the month. Uh, A little bit of a break today, I guess, if you want to call it that, 94 (laughs) with a mix of clouds and sun. And that has alleviated the heat uh, advisory for Camden County anyway. I think there are still uh, plenty of things you need to be doing. Don't uh, let the fact that it's only going to be 94 degrees sway you (laughs) from staying hydrated today. Partly cloudy early, followed by scattered showers and thunderstorms overnight. A low of 75 degrees, which it was when I took the dog for a walk this morning at about 5.30. We went out for our morning jaunt. And yes, it was, uh, it was nice and calm. 96, the high tomorrow with a partly cloudy sky. Sunny on Friday and 94. Sunny through the weekend with a high of 94 on Saturday, 95 on Sunday for Father's Day. Sunny and 98 on Monday. 99, the expected high Tuesday. 98 on Wednesday and a high of 96 on Thursday of next week with a partly cloudy sky. So again, folks, cooling centers are available in the area. Libraries is a good place to go. Some of the big box stores. I think some of the local churches. You might even call uh, the emergency management uh, folks wherever you are located. If it's in uh, Camden County, Miller County, Morgan County, Benton, Dallas, Laclede, Pulaski, wherever. I'm sure they have places where you can go. But uh, here locally, um, Maybe we ought to put in a, uh, a call to Sam Hensley over there at the Camden County Emergency Management Office and find out if they are available to uh, have some folks come in and uh, cool down during the heat of the day. So, yes, we are looking for heat. Yes, we are looking for humidity, but uh, maybe a bit of a break with that uh, rain chance tonight, which is uh, at about 50%. So it could go either way at this point, and it normally does. 811. And thank you for joining us this morning. Ike Skelton is going to be with me uh, on the program for the duration from now up until about 10 o'clock when we wrap up this uh, Wednesday edition of The Daily Show. Then we'll head over and uh, put together the big shoe for uh, Lake TV, which includes a lot of different things. We were out and about all over the place. We made a stop at uh, the Swinging Bridge in Brumley. We also stopped uh, over at uh, the Young Eagles program at the Camdenton Memorial Lake Regional Airport, which was a lot of fun. We got to talk to uh, some of the folks over there about the program itself. We talked to a young man who was going to go up in a plane with uh, Alan Scott. You may know uh, Alan from uh, over there, the guys in the uh, big yellow trucks, high-tech auto body and towing. I didn't know Alan was a pilot. I didn't know Alan's a pilot, and uh, yeah, he's got a nice plane and took some kids up uh, well, for awesome. a flight on Saturday. Probably uh, a number of different kids because they were rolling in throughout the course of mm-hmm. the day. That was a lot of fun. We stopped yesterday and talked with Bradley Berg at the Beam Lighthouse and Luby's Plaza on the Bagnell Dam Strip. Of course, we'll uh, have another rousing rendition of Furry Friends, and it's a dog this time. And the dog's name—you know what the dog's name is? Doodle. Doodle. Doodle.
4: Doodle? <laughs> is it a doodle?
0: It's a good look. No, it's not a doodle, by the way. <laughs> uh, they say that uh, this particular dog is a lab mix, and so
4: we we'll like all of
0: that. The new show uh, hits the airwaves tomorrow, and then we run it uh, three times a day, seven days a week at 7 a.m., 5 p.m., 11 p.m. You can check it out on uh, Como Connect Channel 90, if you've got uh, the Roku, if you've got a stick, if you've got uh, YouTube, if you've got Facebook... A lot of different outlets to check out Lake TV. And uh, thanks to the folks over there for working so closely. My producer extraordinaire, Megan Albers, and the staff that uh, does an amazing job. Andrew Evans, Ricky Smith, of course, Chris Schneider, who helps us out with sports on the key. And William Holtz. Plus, we're getting uh, some, some new members of the uh, the TV staff over there at Lake TV. 813. What's on your mind this morning, Ike Skelton?
4: Well, it looks like the uh, mall tiff is going to be a thing, and mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a redevelopment of uh, the outlet mall in Osage Beach. I
0: saw the uh, the planned layout of the mall as far as what they want to do with it, and I think it's important to the area because uh, you know, from its inception up to the point things started kind of falling off a little bit, uh, it was a great place for visitors to come and. A lot of people came to shop at the mall, even if they weren't going to, let's say, visit the lake in terms of a uh, a full-blown vacation. The community cheers $186 million development as financing plan goes to the city board. Now, I wonder if uh, we get into a quote-unquote recession, if uh, things will move along as quickly as they are anticipating here. But I know... There was um, a lot of, how do you want to say, excitement Mm -hmm. surrounding this. And, uh, you know, hey, folks, when it comes... Now, okay, there there have been tiffs for a lot of things in the Lake area, right? And um, when I always talk about tiffs, the one word that comes to mind is blighted. Yes. So I would say that uh, maybe in this particular instance, a tiff kind of fits the bill here because... This is a blighted area to some degree because a lot of these shops that have been uh, vacated have sat for a while, so there's more than likely uh, a need to go in and uh, renovate them and to uh, get this thing off the ground. However, I, you know, there was another uh, tiff that they wanted to uh, talk about as well with this um, sports hotel sports complex uh-huh. down KK. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, I talked about uh, earlier was... Uh, Do they have the infrastructure to handle something like that? And we really haven't heard a whole lot about that, and that's maybe on the back burner as of right now, as uh, the outlet mall is something that uh, is a little more near and dear to the hearts of people living in and around the area. Certainly the sales tax uh, would help immensely.
4: Um, Well, The TIF commission for the uh, complex is still... In existence, I mean, the commission is there. Right. Whether you know, I don't know what's coming of it just yet, or when they're going to start meeting, but it still is there. Uh-huh. And I think part of the reason they want the TIF is because of that infrastructure that you mentioned that's going to need to be uh, going to need to be built some of. You know. Right. Um, but you mentioned the word blighting, and and that is exactly what you have to do in any kind of a TIF consideration. And if you look at the mall area and you want to blight that because of the way that maybe the condition of the buildings or it hasn't been opened, and mm-hmm. and you can argue as to whether maybe some of it was that done by design or. Or if, you know, the retail industry is just kind of gone when it comes to brick and mortar to some extent. Um, I think that a lot of people still like to go uh, walking, uh, you know, from shop to shop, inside or outside of a mall, what have you, and and put their hands on whatever it is they're going to go. I know ladies like to go, chain, you know, try on clothes. I like to try on my clothes before I buy them. Sure. Um, but uh, a lot of that has gone by the wayside, I suppose, because of Internet purchasing. But if you want to call that area blighted, I guess... Maybe, you know, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but if that's what you need to do to continue to use it and do something good with it, you do what you do. But to come over and call a vacant piece of land really close to the lake shore blighted i think is a bit of a stretch in my honest yeah. opinion you know what i'm saying to, i would have to agree with you on that right i mean there's there's spots around this lake now granted they're on the lake shore they're paying a million dollars a lot in mm-hmm. some places yeah. you know so to call that area blighted i think is going to be a real stretch and um well
0: maybe uh maybe they say something to the degree of uh, okay you're looking at two different uh, tips here which one is more important and uh, can we really consider it a, a tiff. They had, uh, I guess it was uh, the Osage Beach City Hall. Uh, they had a meeting, which they've got a really nice. Uh, they do. Facility. They got a nice place
4: there. Yeah, and they had a, had a heck of a turnout, from what I understand. I I uh, I couldn't be there. I've got a truck broke down again, and mm. and um, some other things going on, so I couldn't be at the meeting.
0: If you were at the meeting and you would like to comment on what uh, what it is you saw, give us a call this morning five seven three six three three fifty three ninety five five three nine or five. The Daily Show hotline is now open for your, uh, your thoughts and opinions on on all of this. Uh, just to kind of recap, a story from one of our media providers, uh, lakexpo.com. Once a bustling hive of shoppers enjoying a day at the lake, the now-too-quiet retail center was the subject of an impassioned public hearing and vote on Monday evening at Osage Beach City Hall. There, the city's TIF commission heard public comment about a proposed financing plan for a massive plan to redevelop, and again, that's another important word when you're dealing with a TIF, is redevelopment. And that is initially what TIFs were set up to do, Mm -hmm. go into areas that Mm -hmm. would be considered blighted Mm -hmm. and redevelop them so that the area would see new life. Uh, you know get some new shops maybe some uh, new places to live some other things that would bring people in get them to spend money uh, thus, you know, increasing that sales tax uh, that uh, comes in from that particular area. Yeah, and,
4: and revitalizing uh, part of your community, you know. And, right, and you right, mentioned yeah. that, right. And I think that's kind of where uh, TIF started was from inner city, you know, areas being just uh, abandoned and falling apart. And, and they want to be able which, to blight those and do something with it. You know? Which
0: was initially a good idea mm-hmm, on the surface. Mm-hmm. But as is the case, people found ways to uh, kind of get around certain things. And and I'm not saying here at the lake. I'm I'm, I'm saying, no, well, but. Uh, not just here at the lake, but uh, in, in other parts of the state as well. There uh, they're the city's TIF commission heard public comment about a proposed financing plan for a massive plan to redevelop the mall into a mixed-use center containing retail, multifamily, residential units, entertainment, and possibly a hotel. If you go to the landing in Branson... They have the the shops, and then above the shops, they have the hotels and places for people to live. Developers, locally owned Horizon Development and well-known Kansas City developer Legacy Development have not publicly revealed the details of their plans, but they estimate spending uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of $186 million to do it, right? And uh, they've asked the city for a tax increment financing agreement, which consists of bonds, Issued by the city, which the city would not be responsible for paying should the project fail. How does that work? And various other tax incentives, those combined with private capital, are the means by which the developers plan to finance the project. But before they buy the mall from Simon, which currently owns and operates the mall, they must have a TIF plan approved by the city. The developers have presented letters from... uh, uh, different uh, financing folks indicating willingness to participate in financing the project pending approval of the TIF. Monday's TIF Commission meeting brought a nearly full House of Citizens interested in the ongoing TIF discussion. The meeting was attended by TIF Commission members uh, Alderman Tyler Becker, Gail Griswold, James Gohagen, Greg Hasty, Dan Fry, Janice Tyler, uh, Dave Crane, and Fred Catcott and Fire Chief uh, Paul Berardi. Brian Butts and uh, Brad Rozier were both absent after hearing public comment unanimously in support of the TIF. The commission voted unanimously to recommend the city board of aldermen approve the TIF. The board's next meeting will take place Thursday, this Thursday, tomorrow, June the 16th. Um, we, We talk about community support. Speakers representing both development groups spoke on their history and previous developments in the area, including Rock Island Village, Assisted Living, by Horizon Development and National Mall developments by Legacy development. The developers also spoke about the few stores still remain, um, it still remain at the mall. The mall can hold up to one hundred ten stores, but currently only, Twenty-seven are in operation. They also spoke about their vision for the mall, mentioning a zip line course, outdoor dining, hiking trails, scenic lighting, and affordable housing, along with affordable housing. Really, mm-hmm. along with expanding <laughs> the retail brands represented at the mall. Uh, we have had interest from a number of national brands that aren't currently here that would like to be here. This from uh, Chris Foster of Horizon Development. It would be nice for him to maybe uh, throw a few names out there because. I think name dropping really kind of helps in some instances. I mean, that's. I mean, if it was like I don't know, let's just. Uh, I don't know who you who, who you throw out there. Clothing lines, um, uh, women's accessories, um, maybe restaurants that were interested in moving in there. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the restaurants. Do you make those local, or do you look outside for? Say, uh, franchise restaurants. Uh, Guy Fieri has uh, a restaurant down there in Branson, in that uh, landing area down there. Mm-hmm. So do you go with, you know, the the big names? Uh, I, I mean, what was it, um, Tantara, now Margaritaville, that's kind of got a Jimmy Buffett feel mm-hmm. to it. And I don't know that Jimmy Buffett will even ever visit that particular location. It's possible. Yeah, I mean could. If He's involved in the development somehow be nice to have him come out yeah, he's got to
4: come down to lake of the ozarks at least once doesn't he Yeah, oh, come on yeah i mean he's got a place named for it and it's lake of the ozarks
0: and i mean where else <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, and so what you do there is you uh you get him to come down and to spend a little time in Margaritaville doing the shake and howdy and the photo op thing, and then go over to the amphitheater and, and uh, put on a concert. Do a concert. concert. Well, I, I love I, the way
4: you're thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. You know, you know, I, I think these national brands, they're nice to have a few of those. Uh, but I also, yeah, I mean, you know, local people being able to get in there. And I don't know if you're going to get priced out of being able to get in there. I don't know how they come up with affordable housing in this place unless they're doing that as a, uh, an incentive to get it all passed. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, uh, you know, this mixed-use development stuff is is a big uh, uh, Agenda 21 um, uh, item. Although, I mean, back in the early 1900s, uh, my mom tells me, uh, you know, about growing up in downtown St. Louis Mm -hmm. in the 30s and 40s, and a lot of things were exactly that way. You had uh, Sticks, and Fuller would be, uh, you know, three or four different floors, and then you'd have some apartments maybe in there somewhere, you know, and and, uh, you had a lot of different shops. Uh, that were on the bottom floor and you had apartments above and and i've never been to new york city or chicago or anything but aren't a lot of those big cities that way as well so so it's not a it's not a new concept necessarily but um, maybe a new way of doing it or at least a new name calling it mixed use development but uh um you know it's it's not it's not a horrible idea i guess um and uh you know i hope they can do some good things with it because i'm I, I cannot see the uh, board of aldermen not passing this, Tiff. So I just said I'd imagine this is a it's a done deal, as it were. Um, but by now, announcing announcing the national brands, then they can't be held accountable when that brand doesn't show this up. This is true. Know?
0: When they say no, we yeah. have changed our mind.
4: You told us so-and-so so and so was going to be here. Right, now they're not right, here. Right. Right. So,
0: so I'm yeah. looking at the uh, the blueprint that they have, and they've got uh, apartments that says over retail F. And it's 45,000 square feet, so you, I guess, have all the shops on the bottom and the apartments on top. It says apartments over retail D. It doesn't say how many square feet there. And then hotel over restaurant B. But Mm. I guess what would be a great incentive to get people to live in the apartments is then they work on site. And they don't have to commute at all to their jobs other than, uh, you know, whatever they uh, wear on their feet.
4: If it's uh, tennis shoes or flip flops or
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it looks like
4: that's on the back side of everything too, yeah, isn't it? It's toward it? the back.
0: Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean maybe in in uh, looking what says that? that's 54. in theory this isn't a a bad idea. Um, during the developer's presentation there was a brief disagreement amid apparent confusion over whether or not the board intended to vote on the TIF that same evening. TIFF commission member Gail Griswold initially opposed the idea of voting at Tuesday's meeting, which prompted members of the audience to ask why voting was on the agenda if the commission did not intend to vote. The developers emphasized the importance of taking the vote that day, as any delay would put the project in jeopardy. Of First, course. Get it done. Let's sure. Let's move it forward. Yeah. The, uh, hold on yeah. just a second. The uh, property has been under contract for many months, but developers have expressed their worry that continued delays in the financing approval process could result in the contract expiring, thus ending the opportunity for this development. Now, when I hear that, okay, I think mm. that this is a good way to... Uh, kind of force the issue. Certainly Absolutely. a good way to force the issue. Um, you know, let's make sure all the I's are dotted. Let's make sure all the T's are crossed. Let's make sure everything is where it needs to be before we commit to this. And so I think, you know... Let's hurry up and vote on it, because if we don't, everything could possibly fall through. Well, that could happen at any point. Sure could. Even after the TIF is passed, <laughs> That's right. things could still fall apart. Sure. I mean, un- unless you have a crystal ball,
4: mm-hmm. and you
0: can look into that crystal ball mm-hmm. and say, okay, here's the deal. Uh, everything's going to be great. All the uh, shops will be, you know, full. <laughs> All the apartments and uh, the hotel will be, you know completely full. Uh, We've got all of this stuff lined up. They've got an entertainment area there. I don't know how many, you know, if it's like amphitheater seating or what they're going to do. But but I would like to see more in terms of uh, some serious plans as opposed to, you know, we're just kind of... Well, maybe prob- a brief overview
4: here. Yeah, they're not going to do that for a couple of different reasons. You know, They want to do that for, uh, uh, then they're not going to be held to something if things do change. And also, it's a competitive thing. Um, if, a, if another developer sees what they're going to try to do, then maybe they can get the jump on them, what have you. Um, but uh, what I don't like about these, oh, so I wonder, they said the project's been delayed several months. I wonder how long the TIF Commission has been meeting and discussing it. How much discussion have they had? amongst themselves, and Gail Griswold brings up a good point. You know, maybe we shouldn't vote on this right away. But because if you haven't had those discussions, then all you're doing is you're a, a group of folks sitting down, listening to one side, and then you're going to say yes or no. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, this comes to even uh, all of these different outfits we have, the county commission, board of aldermen, all these different things. Um, you know, don't vote on stuff right away. Let's talk about it a little bit. Let's table it, as they yeah, say. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Open up open up the lid and let it let it fumigate a little, you know. That's let let the, yeah, let it breathe a little. <laughs> Let's talk about it, find out what's going on, and then take a vote. When you when you rush to these vote things, and I'm not saying this vote was rushed because again, I don't know how many times they have met before and discussed it all. Um, but um, I think you know more public input is good. It sounds like they had a fantastic turnout at this thing, and and everything. Uh, everybody's kind of you know on board with it, so maybe not as big a deal on this issue. But I just like to see things uh, yeah stretched out a little.
0: Well, um, we've got. Uh, News at the bottom of the hour coming up here uh, in just a few seconds. But uh, TIF Commission member Greg Hasty asked for a show of hands among those in the room who supported the TIF. The room was filled with raised hands. When Hasty asked for everyone against the TIF to raise their hand, no, none were raised. Mm-hmm. With a unanimous vote of uh, support from the TIF Commission, the decision about whether to approve the TIF plan now goes to the Osage Beach Board of Aldermen. Action on the TIF was not on the board's agenda as of June 10th, so maybe uh, what you're talking about there, letting it breathe, letting it fumigate, maybe that's something that the city would like to get involved with, even though we read in here that the city would not be responsible for any of the bonds uh, that uh, are issued for this particular TIF if things don't go well and the project should fail. Let's uh, jump in with some information, and I apologize for some strange reason Uh, I had a little technical blurb this morning, and we only have one newscast for both the top and bottom of the hour, so we'll get to that. Nathan Bechtold filling in for Stacey Johnson with LakeExpo.com. And also uh, Chris Schneider, Uncle Chris from Lake TV. He's got a check of sports. Back with more with Ike Skelton. Your phone calls welcome. It's the Daily Show on the Key. Business, government, religion, family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3. K-E-Y-K, Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, June 15th. The Osage Beach Outlet Mall was the subject of an impassioned public hearing and vote on Monday evening at Osage Beach City Hall. The city's TIF commission was deciding whether or not to recommend a funding plan for a possible redevelopment at the mall. That's expected to cost $186 million in total. Lots of speakers came in support of the TIF, including several employees from the mall. The commission meeting ended with a unanimous yes vote to recommend the plan to the city board of aldermen. The board meets Thursday. Pet owners beware, coyotes are teaching their pups how to hunt and travel this time of year. And that can lead to conflicts with pets and people. Dogs and cats can both be at danger from coyotes. And Missouri Conservation recommends a few simple tips to keep them off your property. Keep food sources such as trash cans secure. Make loud noises if a coyote is spotted. And do not leave your pets unattended. Well, it's hot. You already knew that, but the National Weather Service says it's going to stay hot. And the heat index may reach well over 100 degrees today. A few tips for keeping your home cool in these temperatures, courtesy of Ameren. Close off any unused rooms in your house. Cook outdoors, think grilling. And reduce hot water use when possible. It's a good reason to take a cold shower. Well, this has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com
0: Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents second homeowners visitors and the boating community to the lake of the ozarks lake expo features real estate and boats for sale upcoming events at the lake and their exclusive boating club x tow download the free lake expo app on the app store and google play lakeexpo.com the lake's trusted news source
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. More work for the Chiefs today. They're having their mandatory minicamp this week. It is day two of the minicamp. They'll take it through tomorrow, and then the Chiefs will take a few weeks off before they open training camp. July 26th for the 12th straight year, it will be in St. Joe. First game of the regular season comes on September 11th on the road against arizona the new buyers of the denver broncos are spending a lot of money it's a record 4.65 billion dollars for the team that's a new high for the north american sports team the walton penner group headed by walmart air rob walton his daughter uh, carrie walton penner and her husband are the ones uh, buying that boy i tell you that's a lot of money baseball the cardinals close out a series at home against the pirates today and the royals close out a series on the road against the san francisco giants today and college baseball gearing up for the best time of its season the college world series gets underway on friday the final eight teams left standing, looking to win a national championship there. Triple crown horse racing came to an end last weekend. If you didn't hear, Mo Donegal won the Belmont Stakes. We had three different horses winning the three different races. The Preakness winner was early voting and the Kentucky Derby winner was Rich Strike. Hey, you gotta check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and don't forget about uncle chris at the top of the hour almost every hour you can see lake tv on como channel 90 you can see lake tv absolutely free on roku just do a search for lake tv and streaming live 24 7 at mylake tv.com i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this wednesday
0: portions of our programming on key radio made possible
3: thanks to lake tv Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV.
0: The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash key radio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. Thank <laughs> you. your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with KB on The Daily Show. Weekdays starting at 8 a.m., heard again at 4 p.m., and again at midnight on 89.3 The Key. All right, uh, 81 degrees. Basically, I think it's uh, easy to sum up the weather forecast with one word, hot. Hot, hotter, hottest. And so we'll uh, enjoy 94 degrees today. Uh, 96 uh, tomorrow, 94 Friday, 94 Saturday, 95 Sunday, 98 Monday, 99 on Tuesday, and 98 degrees on Wednesday. We do have a chance for some shower and thunderstorm activity of the scattered variety later on tonight. About a 50-50 shot, and that's where we sit. 81 degrees in Osage Beach at the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. I did uh, send a message to uh, Gail Griswold if she is... (laughs) got to be they say james brown was the hardest working man in show business but sometimes i think gail griswold is the hardest working person period
4: you know she, <laughs> she she's, she's a lot of places she she's involved in a lot of things and and good because she's uh she's good people and she knows what she's doing I yeah
0: think. and and you talk about a business owner that is involved in the community oh, and yeah. uh, not just from the standpoint of uh,
4: Oh, I don't know. Um, just trying to make money. She's yeah. out there trying to make the community better as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, And I think that's... Uh, uh, and we've got, again, I mean, I've said it numerous, numerous times, but that's the kind of folks we have here at Lake of the Ozarks primarily, mm-hmm. are folks that, um, you know, not just... Um, have their businesses and and get have their picks and their shovels out and they're mining for for the gold that is here at Lake of the Ozarks on their own and their own hard work. Uh, but you know what? They give a lot of that gold back, and um, I don't know of a community that is as generous uh, as this community, when it comes to the various charities that we have, um, you know, all of the the shootout and the, and the fundraisers and Rick Bryant over at, uh, over at Bryant auction that, that, uh, you know, that auctions off all the fundraiser things and, and just everybody that puts into what's going on in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just fantastic. I think it's, I think it's a, a model for what could happen in a lot of communities around the country.
0: I do not uh, doubt that whatsoever, considering the population of the area.
4: Right, the permanent population, yes. And
0: the amount of money that uh, Mm -hmm. is raised on a lot of different levels with a lot of different events here uh, to the tune of millions of dollars. And even when things are the way they are now with the economy, inflation, gas prices, people are still able to find a way to give because they Mm -hmm. know how important uh, their donation uh, may be to someone who... Can really use that uh, that help. So many uh, groups and organizations benefit from uh, events like the shootout, like uh, golf tournaments that we have, and other uh, uh, events, lake race, uh, also another event. And, and what's kind of nice is you got them on. They're like bookends. You got lake race, and then you've got the shootout. Yeah. So you've got two viable sources of, uh, of 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 donations from people to uh, to to help out the community. So. What can you say other than, uh, you know, we appreciate all that, and and thanks to everybody for the hard work going the extra mile around here. Right. So whatever you can do, um, it's much appreciated. Now, I go back to what we were talking about in the first segment of the program with the uh, TIF and uh, affordable housing. Again, and and that's, we don't really have any specifics on uh, what it would cost, uh, to maybe rent an apartment. How big the apartments are going to be? Uh, I think they were talking about what uh, forty-four apartments, and and that's that's a a nice, um, you
4: know, a nice. I mean, that's that that'd be a good shot in the nice arm, especially start. for yeah, especially for, um, you know, um people that are maybe going to work in the area, you know, that's that's a big thing. We have um, um, a lot of the people that come down here and work the restaurants, the, yeah. go, the gas docks and all these things are college students, you know, and they don't need to rent a place for six months or lease a place or, or well, maybe six months, but they don't need to lease a place for a year or what mm-hmm. have you. They need a place to stay while they're down here uh, working for these restaurants, bars, malls, whatever, and then uh, when the season's over, they go back home or they they go back to college or what have you. Yeah. And, and that's a vital, vital part of this community yeah. and, and how we operate. So having something for folks like that to be able to do is, is, is a, a big deal.
0: Sure enough is. And I'll tell you what. Um, I wonder if the apartments at this particular facility at the outlet mall would come with certain conditions. You know what I mean? Uh, some apartments you, you see are uh, you know well-kept and you don't have any issues or problems, and then some areas, you know, they're not quite as Mm well-kept, and you do have issues and problems. And so I wonder if you were to get an apartment uh, on site here at the outlet mall, whether or not you would end up uh, having to sign a lease and then having a bunch of uh, different things that uh, uh, go along with it. You know what I mean? You have to keep the... Uh, place extremely clean. You can't have a ratty vehicle. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, no
4: pets. Well, now, now you're starting to change the idea of affordable, aren't you? Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You yeah, know, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's yeah.
0: talk affordable housing.
4: Yeah. And I, that, I, I still hate that term. You know, I always have because what's affordable to me is might be different than you and the next person and so forth. So, um, but uh, but I guess you got to use a word to try to explain it somehow, right? I think what we're looking for is uh, uh, something around. Um, I mean, people would love a $600 a month uh, apartment. I don't know if you'll ever do that again. It doesn't seem like. I don't know. Uh, most places are 650 750 and we're talking one-bedroom one, one bedroom apartments, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, to me, that's <laughs> uh, that's not that affordable necessarily, you know. but um, Here's what I, I wonder as
0: well, and one of these intelligent listeners that I know is out there could probably help us with this this morning, and that is... Certain places where they consider it maybe affordable and or low-income housing, if they get assistance from the government, I would think that uh, whoever runs that particular facility would be all about getting people in there because then, you know, they get their rent or whatever the uh, person agrees to pay, and if they apply for some sort of assistance, then they'll get that as well, so I would think that that would be kind of like a no-brainer but i'm i'm guessing that's not going to be the case with uh, what's going on at the outlet mall now i did just receive uh, a message um and you had told me about this uh, as well um and, and i will have to uh, double check with her pr person but uh unfortunately chris ann hall will not be coming to the lake um, yeah we were all excited about having her come in and uh, and, and talk to us the uh Constitutional lawyer, educator, patriot, author, speaker, radio host. She was uh, to speak at the First Baptist Church in Camdenton on uh, June 22nd, which is uh, next Wednesday, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she uh, is dealing with some personal issues. Uh, We won't get into that. But I guess I'll have to reach out to her PR person and find out if our interview is still on for tomorrow now. The last time I spoke with um, her PR person, I said, if you run into any issues or any problems, please let me uh, know as soon as possible so that uh, we can reschedule. Or and, and, and things like this happen all the time, so obviously there is uh, uh, you know, no worries. And I will uh, reach out to uh, them to to double check. As a matter of fact, I'll try to do that around the top of the hour and see if I can... It's my, not just exactly what's going on here?
4: Well, it's my understanding she's having an entire um, kind of a statewide oh um, uh, rollout again, and and you know a lot of a lot of speakers will do that. They'll book several things in a particular area so mm-hmm. they can get the biggest uh, bang for their time. And uh, she was going to be at the We the People meeting, um, the we, the state We We the People state conference that is being held in in Springfield uh, next weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was going to be a featured speaker there, as well as a couple people in the air, or a couple other places in the area. So uh, I'm guessing that's all going to be canceled, unfortunately. And uh, I I'll pray for her and hope that uh, her and her family are doing all right, and that uh, we'll be able to see her again real soon.
0: Yeah, uh, there's a good possibility that she'll reschedule. Um, we'll just have to kind of see how it all plays out. I'm I'm kind of thumbing through my uh, text messages here to see if I can find. Uh, where she is at, and uh, then reach out to them.
4: One, uh, one thing I really like about Chris Ann Hall, you know, there's a lot of people that talk. Mark Levin's a great constitutionalist you listen to of an evening, and and uh, others, you know. And but what I like about Chris Ann Hall is she really stands up for states' rights yeah. more than anybody else that I've that I've had, heard speak any any time uh, a lot about anyway. And um, I like that she. Um, really just shows you how uh, the Constitution came about and how the uh, states created all of that and ratified things and uh, went along with what they wanted to go along with, with the understanding that, hey, you know, you've got this little bitty sandbox you're supposed to play in, and the rest of the playground belongs to the states. And um, it's really morphed into the sandbox now being so huge you know that the states are barely making this little sandcastle over in the corner, and um, uh, and even that sandcastle the states are being are, are building. The the uh, uh, the feds are trying to tell you how you have to do that, and uh, it bothers me greatly that we continue to allow. The federal government to insert itself in so many different areas uh, in our lives that we are being controlled um, by a group of folks uh, several thousand miles, you know, a couple thousand miles from where we're sitting right now, and um, you know, there's just there's it just feels like we're powerless to to uh, do anything against what they come up with. Um, We have folks that don't understand how uh, our nation was founded, and, and we always talk about the founders and how it was founded and what they set up, and well, maybe we don't want that as a society anymore. Maybe we don't want that freedom and liberty, um, and we don't want the self-governance. Maybe that's all failed, and I and 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 it's and it's all for naught. And uh, we're going to have to continue down down this uh, uh, socialist path that we continue to because a whole bunch of people that ballyhoo about you know liberty and freedom and leave me alone. The next uh, uh, national, you know, hurricane or a tornado that hits the area. Oh, where is FEMA? We need help. Please come help us. You know, and all these other sorts of things. And and uh, and not just that. Um, We're crying and expecting uh, the federal government to do something about the violence that is happening on our streets and in our schools. And uh, the federal government has no authority in any of those areas. Yet, according to the Constitution. Yet, we the people, it seems, uh, clamor when these things happen and want somebody to come bail us out. And, mm-hmm. and my, man, I just... Um, well,
0: I, I wonder if that isn't through uh, the grooming process that yeah, uh, we, we've sure. gone through over the years where every time there's an issue, every time there's a problem. I mean, look at all the people that uh, received money during the COVID
4: Epidemic, oh the COVID God, it was, crisis. It was, it was like a, it was like a windfall. It's like everybody won the lottery.
0: You, uh, you had uh, the first round. You had the second round. Did anybody have money from a third round? And then they were talking here in Missouri know. about uh, giving uh, individuals five hundred dollars and couples a thousand dollars. And uh, the governor still. I don't think he's decided whether or not to do that yet. This is an election year, so I guess maybe it would be but not favorable. His.
4: Not his. Well, that's true.
0: <laughs> but you know, he's he he has some folks maybe he's counting on to be in Jefferson City after oh, the wow. uh, after the elections are over. I'm so sure we'll have to that. wait and see. But uh, again, you know, we've we've kind of made this bed ourselves because if we. If we don't want to do these sorts of things, if we don't want to be or have people being conditioned, then we should say something. But who really says anything and who really does anything about it? It's more or less uh, we talk about it, but that's as far as it goes. And and so, you, you know, you had uh, the welfare state that was, uh, was, was created to help people that, uh, you know, are down on their luck. <clears throat> Um, you know, they, they they lost their job, um, you know, they've had a rough stint, maybe somebody in their family died and it uh, really hurt the amount of money coming in as far as paying bills and providing uh, food and, and uh, medical uh, attention if necessary or housing or whatever. But it wasn't supposed to be permanent. You were only supposed to use it until you could get on your feet. But then people learned that, you know what? As long as I continue to have a problem uh, or say that I have a problem, the government will continue to give me money, will continue to pay my utilities, will continue to pay for my housing, will continue to pay for my food, Uh, you know, a a vehicle, uh, job training, whatever. And so the, the cycle has never been broken.
4: Yeah. And again, though, that is something that should have never been done at the federal level. It's not their purview. There is no uh, authority in the Constitution to have any kind of a welfare state. As a matter of fact, there have been, there are several um, very famous uh, discussions about these sorts of things with Davy Crockett and some others way back. Uh, you know, I can't. Uh, I don't remember who said it, but he said, I can't lay my hand, my finger on the article in the Constitution. that gives us the authority to give people the money from the Treasury. Mm-hmm. And um, so this argument's been around for a very long time, uh, but even you know, we've gotten to where we're at. And, and for those of us who try to fight it and try to do something about it, we get kicked in the gut when we see what I thought was a, a good statesman and a constitutionalist in uh, Ted Cruz uh, come out and talk about how uh, he, w- he was complaining that he had a $300 million um, finance or a bill or whatever that would have helped harden these schools uh, when this school shooting in Uvalde came around. I heard him talking about that on TV, and I thought, you know, doggone it, Ted. Uh, I mean, I, I know where your heart's at and what you want to try to do here, but it's not the federal government's purview to do it. So why in the world are you perpetrating, you know, are perpetuating this and 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 doing it and and you just shouldn't have done any of that. At the same time when he was on the campaign trail running for president, he told those folks in Iowa that there shouldn't be subsidies for uh for uh, ethanol. And he explained to those folks, those farmers why the subsidies were bad, and the farmers kind of came around. Mm-hmm. But now you see him doing this stuff with money for other things and it just it boggles my mind. So I'm saying when when you think you're getting something going, you got somebody that you can you know, maybe rely on that you think is an elective office they're the you know we call them our champion, they're there to fight for our causes, and then they just kick you in in the teeth like this and it and it just really takes the it takes the wind out of the sails of any type of patriot movement that thinks they're going forward when you find out that that the person that is going to pull the lever for you is no longer on your side.
0: I found the quote it's uh if this is the one you're uh, referring to, I cannot undertake to lay my finger on that article of the Constitution, which granted a right to Congress of expending on objects of benevolence the money of their constituents. That's a James
4: Madison. Yes, exactly. Absolutely correct. And I think that it might have been over some sort of a... Um, I don't know if it was that one, but there was another argument. And it was farmers that had a uh, a bad season or something, if I remember correctly. And they wanted some relief from the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you are. You know? So these things no, – look, nothing is new under the sun. All of this stuff has been tried before. And uh, they kept it out of the fray for as long as they could, yet here it crept in.
0: Everything that comes from the federal government – is normally laced with good intentions. Something, someone creates a problem that the government feels as though they need to step in and solve. Case in point, um, all of the gun legislation that's being tossed around right now. Okay, so there are a number of different uh, people that are weighing in on it, and Mitch McConnell was saying that, you know, I've looked at this, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. He didn't say yay or nay. But how, as a Republican, can you even look people in the face and tell them something like that? It should be a huge, big, fat, 100% no. It shouldn't be, yes, well, we'll at least take the time to consider it because, to me, you know, the Constitution's there. It says what it says. And we're not doing things to slow down gun quote-unquote, gun violence. All we're doing is, again, taking the opportunity to tie the hands of the law-abiding citizens and... As they talk more and more about red flag laws, this should scare the
4: living hell out yes. of anyone who owns a firearm. Yes, it should. And and I'll tell you how they're doing it and why Mitch McConnell would do something like this. First of all, he's a traitor to this country. I mm-hmm. truly believe in a Mitch McConnell because he's going to do. Roy
0: Blunt's on board with it, by the way,
4: too. Oh yeah, he's a he, he. Again, he's one of the worst politicians. He's the worst type of politician because what he's doing right now is getting on the side of those in Washington D.C. that love this sort garbage so that he can be one of their buddies when he's out of office oh, yeah. and continue to enrich his family. That's what Roy Blunt's all about, and that's why he's doing what he's doing here in this particular issue. And I'd say the same thing for Mitch McConnell and all of those individuals that go along with this sort of stuff. And the reason they're doing it is is partly just what I just said. The media is ginning this up like the entire country is clamoring for more and more gun control. And I quite honestly believe it's just the opposite. And... Um, you know but they're going to do this stuff thinking that they're still going to be friends uh they don't want the ugliness that is going to come from the left-wing protesters and the antifa types and the occupy wall street types Mm -hmm. they've got them they've got them bullied i'll tell you they've got these guys bullied and, and afraid of what's going to come next and um once you're afraid of what you know the other side is going to do to you, they've got you. Yeah. We've got to stop being afraid and be willing to stand up for what we truly believe in.
0: Here's the thing, and we're going to talk about this when we get into the break. Wasn't planning on any music, but hey, this isn't too bad. <laughs> anyway, but uh, what we're planning on here is I want to talk about this, uh, this article uh, I found in Yahoo News. What can an AR-15 do to the human body? A trauma surgeon explains. So now we're going to specifically name a type of firearm, AR-15, and what it can do to the human body. Well, if you've ever seen anybody get shot, if you've ever seen anybody with a bullet wound, I think you can pretty much understand. It's not the AR-15 that does it. It is the type of ammunition that is in the AR-15. If you use a standard round, uh, if you use a hollow point, there are different types of rounds. So, again, they're missing the mark. They're specifically naming the AR-15. Uh, they could have said anything. You know, a shotgun, a handgun, a 9mm, a twenty-two, whatever. They specifically picked the ar-15 here's what the ar-15 can do to the body well as far as i'm concerned if you have an unloaded ar-15 the only thing it can do to the human body is cause blunt force trauma because you would have to hit someone with it in order to uh to harm them yeah and it's, or still, kill them.
4: Yeah, and it's still not the weapon doing it right so yeah yeah it's still the human being wielding it the interesting to um Uh, Hear what this doctor has to say because I've already, I mean, I already know what a high velocity round does, and and that's good. That'll be fun to talk about. We'll get into that next time because, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that after the break. It
0: is is nine o'clock on the Midwest Coast, and we're going to take a quick break with uh, information from Nathan Bechtold and LakeExpo.com. We'll uh, get caught up on sports with Chris Schneider from Lake TV. We'll come back. We'll talk some more. I've got a message into. Uh Gail Griswold, I don't know if she'll have time to call us or not. Uh, I said either 8.40 or 910. I'm going to go back in and say she can call us at 940 as well. I've also uh, texted the PR person for Chris Ann Hall to see if our interview is still on for tomorrow. Regardless if she makes it to the lake, I think she would still be a great interview. and I still think it's it's well worth discussing the Constitution with somebody who knows yeah. it like the back of their hand.
4: Yeah, as long as she's not you know down physically, yeah yeah, so, yeah.
0: Nine o'clock on the Midwest Coast, and uh, our information break now on eighty nine point three, the key. Business, government, religion family issues, and more. Find it all right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, June 15th. The Osage Beach Outlet Mall was the subject of an impassioned public hearing and vote on Monday evening at Osage Beach City Hall. The city's TIF commission was deciding whether or not to recommend a funding plan for a possible redevelopment at the mall. That's expected to cost $186 million in total. Lots of speakers came in support of the TIF, including several employees from the mall. The commission meeting ended with a unanimous yes vote to recommend the plan to the city board of aldermen. The board meets Thursday. Pet owners beware, coyotes are teaching their pups how to hunt and travel this time of year. And that can lead to conflicts with pets and people. Dogs and cats can both be at danger from coyotes. And Missouri Conservation recommends a few simple tips to keep them off your property. Keep food sources such as trash cans secure. Make loud noises if a coyote is spotted. And do not leave your pets unattended. Well, it's hot. You already knew that, but the National Weather Service says it's going to stay hot. And the heat index may reach well over 100 degrees today. A few tips for keeping your home cool in these temperatures, courtesy of Ameren. Close off any unused rooms in your house. Cook outdoors, think grilling. And reduce hot water use when possible. It's a good reason to take a cold shower. Well, this has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. Lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on
0: Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents second homeowners visitors and the boating community to the lake of the ozarks lake expo features real estate and boats for sale upcoming events at the lake and their exclusive boating club x tow download the free lake expo app on the app store and google play lakeexpo.com the lake's trusted news source
2: Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. More work for the Chiefs today. They're having their mandatory minicamp this week. It is day two of the mini camp. They'll take it through tomorrow, and then the Chiefs will take a few weeks off before they open training camp. July 26th for the 12th straight year, it will be in St. Joe. First game of the regular season comes on September 11th on the road against Arizona The new buyers of the Denver Broncos are spending a lot of money. It's a record $4.65 billion for the team. That's a new high for the North American sports team. The Walton Penner Group, headed by Walmart heir Rob Walton, his daughter uh, Carrie Walton Penner, and her husband are the ones... uh, buying that boy i tell you that's a lot of money baseball the cardinals close out a series at home against the pirates today and the royals close out a series on the road against the san francisco giants today and college baseball gearing up for the best time of its season the college world series gets underway on friday the final eight teams left standing looking to win a national championship there. Triple Crown horse racing came to an end last weekend. If you didn't hear, Mo Donegal won the Belmont Stakes. We had three different horses winning the three different races. The Preakness winner was Early Voting, and the Kentucky Derby winner was Rich Strike. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows and don't forget about uncle chris at the top of the hour almost every hour you can see lake tv on como channel 90 you can see lake tv absolutely free on roku just do a search for lake tv and streaming live 24 7 at mylakeTV.com. tv.com i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this wednesday portions of our
3: programming on key radio made possible thanks to lake tv Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks Shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. The goal of Key
0: Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash key radio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. It's your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with KB on the Daily Show weekdays starting at 8 a.m. Heard again at 4 p.m. and again at midnight on 89.3 The Key. KB, he's got some, uh, he's got some serious problems. I, I just want to take the front, you know. So there's probably going to be somebody knocking on his door, uh, and then saying, uh, "Hey, listen, uh, we understand you're having some." Uh, some Difficulties. Uh, would you just give us your guns? Would you just go ahead and hand them on over to us? Mm. Just give them to us. We don't make us come in and take them. <sighs> okay. Close the,
4: Close the door and give me a call.
0: Yeah. I uh, uh, yeah. Hey hey, Ike, uh, there There's some people here on my front porch that uh, are asking to uh, help. Asking to take my guns. You uh, in You in the? You in the and the Freedom Fighters want to get over here. Speaking of Freedom Fighters, yeah, this is interesting. Gentleman reached out to me, and I'm going to try to get him on the program next week. Um, he is uh, the father of a friend of mine, and uh, he wants to talk about the Ukrainian Freedom Fighters. And I thought, man, what a great topic. You know? Sure. So that's something that we're looking at. And let me see here just real quick. I received an email. From Chris Ann Hall's publicist. Uh, she is always a great interview. Her knowledge and clarity on what is happening really makes people think. And now I'm going to say, then it's a go for tomorrow. I, I mean, you know, uh, sometimes when you're not thinking about things that are bothering you, like personal problems, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to do what it is you do to kind of take your mind off Sure, absolutely. Of that.
4: So yeah, stay some normal seating. Hopefully
0: we'll have Chris Ann Hall on the program and she'll be able to uh, talk to us about the Constitution. I, you know, gosh, I'll, I'll tell you straight up. I'd like to get her interpretation of the Constitution as a living document. You know what I mean? They've talked about that plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's in stone. We've got, uh, you know, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, Do we want to ever even consider making that a living document where you make changes to certain things? Like I would say, the first thing they'd go, the first two things they would go after is uh, the First and Second Amendment, possibly the Fourth Amendment, uh, and and say, uh, okay, so we are good for tomorrow with Chris Ann Hall. Wonderful, she will be on the program at eight ten tomorrow morning. So, and and uh, I thank her so much for for doing the interview. So anyway, um.
4: Well, you know, KB, they don't even have to go after the Constitution and change things because there is a way of changing it, and that's yeah. called the you know the amendment process. Right. So if you don't like the words, shall not be infringed, yes, sir. you're welcome to change that through the amendment process. Right. I don't think it had ever happened, and that's why they're not going to try it. And they don't need to try it. If they can buffalo the American people enough to pass laws, the Supreme Court uh, will up- uphold uh, and then just do it by legal fiat. They don't have to ask the people what we want to do the 14th the 4th amendment has been absolutely Eviscerated by alleged drug, uh, uh, the war on drugs, mm-hmm. the no-knock warrants, and all these other sorts of things. Um, you know, that's not just because that. You know, if you go to court and you say, "Well, Your Honor, you know, we need this no-knock warrant because when we knock on the doors, uh, they flush all the evidence down the toilet, and now we don't have it anymore, and there's no crime that we can prove, right? So we need these no-knock warrants to catch them before they dispose of the evidence." Well, do you think that that's the only? And when the court says, "Okay," do you think that's the only time they're going to use a no-knock? What? No, of course it isn't. Um, It opens the door uh, for more abuse uh, by those that are in power. And if you don't think that those that are in power want to abuse that power, look all around your country and look all around the world throughout history. Those that have been given power uh, almost always will abuse it in one way or another. So the best thing that you can do is tie the hands of those that are in power by a Thing like the United States Constitution that is supposed to be a binding document that uh, is not, le- not living at all, uh, but can be changed through a rigorous, uh, difficult process. And I thank God it is a difficult process, uh, but at the same time, uh, again, because it's a difficult process, those that want to manage and control us have gone around that Constitution by just creating laws that Um, But to me, they're not even laws. They're just edicts uh, that that everybody, for whatever reason, uh, mostly because we're just law-abiding people that want to be left alone to raise our families um, and and do what we want to do for uh, enjoyment or what have you. So, you know, we don't pay attention to a lot of things if it doesn't directly bother us or concern us. And uh, as the more and more we do that, uh, the more liberties that those that are in power that want to have that power will continue to take away from us because they know they can. All they have to do is sign a little piece of paper, uh, gin up some sort of uh, a public uh, uh, mistrust or a, a, a public uh, decry for, for, you know, save us, save us, do something. And uh, sure enough, I guarantee you, you cry long enough to do something. Uh, some politician will come along and do something. you know and it and, almost and,
0: always and, takes away your right. And that's what the president said. Joe Biden said, yeah, that he talked to he and his wife Jill talked to some of the victims' families, and the victims' families were like, do something, do something, please do something. And you leave yourself wide open when you phrase it like that. You say do something. That could be anything. That right. could be. Why not just uh, you know eliminate the middleman and ban firearms altogether, like uh, they did in Venezuela and Australia and in other places. Well, you know, New like York City, Canada, Canada. I mean, do you really want to walk the streets of any? major United States city, knowing full well that you are unarmed and the criminals are armed. And uh, folks, the way we're going about this, and in, in, in the stage is being set for the big slam of the door when they finally say, you know, we're not going to just do a little bit here, a little bit there. What we're going to do is we're just going to end it uh, completely and totally, regardless of how you feel. And, uh, and 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 stop all of these shootings and stop the insanity. But here's the problem. The criminals who have absolutely no respect for the law to begin with are going to say, well, hey, that's great. That really makes things a lot easier for us. And if I can't go into a school with a firearm, I can go into school with, uh, I don't know, how about I just drive into the school with my vehicle? I mean, come on. Let's. I mean, as as stupid as that
4: sounds. Well, you, you, you said something very poignant there because you said we're just going to go ahead and do away with it completely, that being the Second Amendment. And when they would absolutely love to be able to do that, and, I, and sadly to say, I think there is a chunk of the, I know there's a chunk of the population of the country that would be fine with that. The real problem is, you see, once they have said, well, we're just going to do away with the Second Amendment. They can do that to any other amendment and any other freedom and liberty you have. Why? Because they took the second first.
0: Unintended consequences, the Patriot Act. Okay, we had the horrific experience that occurred on 9-11. And we said, well, we want to alleviate this problem from ever happening again. Right then and there, you should have said to yourself, well, you can legislate, you can do whatever the heck you want, but this is a perfect example of, of, of how they'd like to see things happen with the Second Amendment. Totally and completely do away with firearms, and then the criminals uh, have every opportunity to uh, do whatever uh, they want to do. So you had this group of people that came into the country, and they did all their reconnaissance, they did all their training, they learned how to fly, everything else. Knowing full well what they were doing was wrong, was illegal. Um, I don't know if they ever considered the fact that they were going to die, but I would imagine that's probably something they had to consider. So they went ahead with it regardless of what the law says. And people, innocent people died, and then as a result of it, we thought, well, we've got to put something in place now to make sure that this never happens again. So it's 2022, and we look at this and we say, ah, unintended consequences, because now they're using the Patriot Act against people in this country. Whether or not they deserve it, if they fall under the guidelines, they're going to, you know, listen in on their phone conversations. They're going to... Uh, research uh, their purchases. Have they purchased a firearm? Uh, have they purchased ammunition? And, and regardless of how much people think that they can keep it under the radar, mm. people in the right places can get
4: access to any information about you that they want. And uh, you know, it, it, that, that's another thing that amazes me is how much information that is out there. One thing that uh, I mean, I kind of knew it before, but I didn't really know that private people could could go buy it. And that is with this movie, two uh, two thousand mules. Mm-hmm. They bought ten trillion. 10 trillion mm-hmm. bits of information that showed all of these cell phone users in a particular geographical area where they went every minute of the day. Mm-hmm. That is just, that boggles my mind.
0: That's the that's the thing that they hope, that you will have your cell phone on you every minute of every day so they can track you. That's right. That's so I wanted to uh, kind of get into this article a little bit. Uh, this is yeah. from Yahoo News. Uh, What can can an AR-15 do to the human body, a trauma surgeon explains. Uh, Again, they started out with a wave of mass shootings that have shaken the country in recent weeks. And then they refer to the elementary school shooting in Texas, which left 19 children and two teachers dead. Became one of the deadliest shootings in U.S. history and has sparked an increase in calls for stricter gun control measures across the country. Next week, my buddy... Uh, Dan watch you and Dan would get along like this. Yes, I think we would. Uh, because Dan is a huge Second Amendment advocate. He speaks all over the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to be on next week, and we're going to address all of this and uh, hopefully make some sense of it. Uh, as was the case in many other high-profile mass shootings in recent U.S. history, such as the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting in Newtown, Connecticut, the 2017 Las Vegas shooting, the uh, 2017 Sutherland Springs Texas church shooting and the 2018 school shooting in Parkland, Florida. The gunman used an AR-15 style rifle to carry out the crime. It says an AR-15 or similar rifles are semi-automatic military style weapons that can fire at least 30 rounds. The number of bullets a magazine typically carries according to NPR. The term semi-automatic means that the shooter must pull the trigger to fire each shot as opposed to an automatic weapon, which continues to fire for as long as the shooter holds down the trigger or, of course, until you run out of ammunition. Um, Fully automatic weapons were heavily restricted for civilians in the United States in 1986 when Congress passed the Firearm Owners Protection Act. But AR-style AR-15-style rifles, which are easily accessible in many parts of the country, can be just as destructive. This is a gun whose purpose is to shoot a lot of high-caliber bullets very, very quickly and do a lot of damage. Joyce Vance, former U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Alabama, said on MSNBC earlier this month, Dr. Bindi Naik Mathuria, a pediatric trauma surgeon at Baylor College of Medicine, told Yahoo News that injuries from this type of weapon are almost unsurvivable essentially because of the significant damage the bullets cause to the victims. Now, okay, first you're you you're focusing on the AR-15. Now you're talking about the bullets and the bullets that the damage do. So make up your mind. Which one is it? Is it the AR-15-style rifle
4: or is it the ammunition? Did they say high caliber? Yes. You said high caliber. Um, the AR-15 is a 22. It's .223. This is
0: a gun whose purpose is to shoot a lot of high-caliber bullets very, very quickly and do a lot of damage.
4: They have no idea what they're talking about. It's not a high-caliber rifle. It's a high-velocity. It is here,
0: (laughs) in in this particular instance, when when we want to use the terminology Mm -hmm. to scare the hell out of people. No, no. But if it's in the right hands, of course, it's not going to do a lot of damage unless it is being used to... Uh, you know, go into a situation recklessly, and uh, and and you have the intent of, of harming a lot of people. But I think in most cases, and I guess you could ask Mark McCloskey about this. Uh, his he, he didn't fire a shot. His uh, intent was more or less to get the attention of the protesters and say, "Listen, you try to hurt me or my wife. Guess what? You're gonna yep. be you're gonna be on the business end of this. Yep. Uh, uh, looking looking down the barrel." Yep. She explained that the blast effect are the cavitation effect that a handgun shot causes. Now you say handgun here (laughs) is not as wide and devastating to internal organs as the one inflicted by high velocity weapons such as the AR-15. So now you've high caliber to high velocity Mm -hmm. and similar rifles. When you see handguns, you often just see a little hole on the outside on both sides. Shotguns, which are a little bit higher velocity, a little bit bigger, but assault weapons, it's much bigger. She said, adding that as a bullet from this type of weapon penetrates the body, it typically creates a large cavity that can cause significant bleeding from vessels and completely destroy soft tissue as well as organs. The organs, for example, like the liver or the spleen that aren't very elastic. They can't handle that. They would basically rupture. She added that uh, the reason the AR-15 is so deadly is that victims are hit by more than one bullet with multiple injuries at a time. Uh, And then you've got uh, to the side of this, it says a House Democrat is proposing a $1,000 or 1,000% tax on AR-15 style rifles. It's not the first time Democrats tried taxing guns. Uh, to you know, prevent issues, to prevent problems. Mm. So, uh, I don't care what you do, but you're doing it again to the law. Let's all right. Let's let's just take this uh, for what it is. Okay. You're, you're you're talking about law-abiding citizens, people that maybe are, maybe aren't. I don't know, but I'm guessing the, the focus would be on people like you, Ike, or mm. me, mm-hmm. or anyone else. Uh, you know, I have an AR-15. Yeah, everybody
4: else but the criminal, my friend.
0: And and the criminal's just going, well, yeah, you go right ahead and you strip everybody of their firearms and you make it like uh, a kid in a candy store when I decide I want to go out and rob somebody. If I want to go into a business and, uh, and, and hold up the business mm-hmm. and steal their money or, you know, break the jewelry case and take all the jewels or whatever like they were doing, those smash-and-grab incidents. Right. I guarantee you... Mm. If one of those owners of one of those jewelry stores or clothing stores or whatever had any type of firearm, the old smash-and-grab gang would have uh, probably waited till they closed up shop and then came back and vandalized the place as opposed to taking them head-on and trying to go in and uh, do the smash-and-grab while someone was
4: working there. And that opens up a new can of worms, if you think about it. Ask Mark McCloskey about this. Look what happened to him when he used a firearm, I don't care what kind of firearm it was, to defend his self and his family and his property. Look at the legal issues. So you mentioned these guys out in California. Can you imagine being a shop owner in California and you're being robbed like this and you maybe want to draw a weapon and defend yourself but then you have to think Am I going to be adjudicated because I used my God-given right to defend myself and my property against these thugs? And now I'm going to have to go to jail or prison, possibly, because I defended myself with a firearm? So then what does that – that puts a chilling effect on those that do want to try to protect themselves. They're not even going to try because they're more worried about whether they're going to get in trouble than than having some property stolen from them.
0: So essentially they were going to uh, try to end the guy's livelihood as a, uh, as, as a lawyer, make Boy, sure that he couldn't have a law license any longer.
4: Yes, that's exactly what they've done. They've suspended him now for
0: a year. And don't you think that a lawyer would know what – is right and what is wrong when it comes to owning a firearm i mean the one person that would know all about this sort of thing would be someone who is in the legal field because i would imagine that even if you're not uh, if you're a divorce lawyer or if you're a bankruptcy lawyer You wanted to buy a firearm maybe for your protection because somebody didn't like the uh, way things went as a result of, uh, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hiring you to handle their Mm -hmm. bankruptcy. So you were a little worried that, you know, they might, you know, try to get you or something. Uh, I would still, as an attorney, as a lawyer, look at... The law surrounding whether or not, you know, as an attorney, I could own a firearm, you know, what, uh, what I can and can't do, how I have, you know, all that stuff. I mean, come on. These people are, are uh, legal eagles, and uh, I would imagine they'd at least take the time to look into uh, what it is they can and can't do if, well, if they're an attorney and, and they want to own a firearm.
4: Well, much to their chagrin. They've probably figured out they could use it, and then look what happened to them. Mm. What they thought was going to be legal and okay to happen, look what's happened. And it's not any judicial or legal system that has suspended their law license. It's the Missouri Bar. They said that what they did by using a firearm to defend themselves was an act of moral turpitude. Mm. That's nuts.
0: And i got to go back, though, to when we were talking. We talked about this a while back uh, in regard to... The McCloskeys and what they did. Now, I would say his wife—that was a little tough to, to watch, because she really wasn't uh, in
4: control of one. that uh, yeah, firearm. Yeah, probably. She, you not know, mad, she was scared to death. because my well, understanding there were there were several hundred of these people. Yeah, but you know? a, a, again.
0: Um, would it have been a different set of circumstances if he owned the firearm but remained in his home and they tried to get into his home? Because once you cross the threshold, uh, that's a little different story. Uh, you go out and you start uh, brandishing an AR and a handgun, and it's almost like you're asking for trouble
4: in some No, they, they breached his, the gate to his community. Is that not the threshold then? If that gate is in that community and there's a wall around their community, mm-hmm. isn't that that threshold you're now breaking into my... And they but, tore, they broke it down. I mean, they didn't knock and say, can we please come in?
0: Yeah, and, and I understand that, but did any of his neighbors in that gated community come out of their homes with their... Firearms and uh, basically do the same thing that the McCloskeys. How many doing. would have met, How many of them would have had the guts to do it?
4: Oh, we don't know I don't that. Know. I, I mean, and, I, I think it's it, kind of stopped right there. Honestly, and again, one man I think, with a firearm stopped it all. Maybe
0: I think maybe the other neighbors thought, well, you know, I've got a firearm. Our firearms. If they try to get into the house then that's a different story as opposed to going outside and standing on the front porch or in the yard and saying, you know, if you come on my property because you can't shoot somebody if they walk on your property, I mean, they can cross over your property. Even though we had the, uh, the old lady in my neighborhood that had a sawed off shotgun with rock salt in it. And uh, if you stepped on her grass, you know, she'd fire a couple of rounds at you. <laughs> Eventually I think the police went over and, you know, or had, had a little conversation herself, with yeah, her about that. Sure, but sure, when sure. we were young, Uh, People didn't uh, really stop to think about that sort of thing. It was like, you're walking on her grass, she doesn't want you there, and so she fires a few warning shots. And then I know for a fact there were kids that used to go over and kind of taunt her a little bit. Do you think? Come on on out here. I dare
4: you. Yeah, probably I dare you. I'll tell my dad. Yeah, right, exactly. You right. know, um, yeah, that's, that's a different can of worms. That's just respect for other people's stuff, you know. And we, you we'd you almost be have done. to
0: be a fly on the wall in order to understand the thought process when the McCloskeys decided that they wanted to go out and they wanted to protect their property from these people that were in a gated community that did not belong there and broke the gate down in order to get to someone's home. I guess so. They so, were going okay. initially they were going, we're going to have to jump in here and, and, yeah. and we'll take the break and talk about it on the other side, but initially, Ike, weren't they going in there to go to someone else's home? They weren't headed for the McCloskey's place. They were going to, was it the mayor of the city or somebody that lived Something in that like gated
4: community? Yeah, but I, the McCloskey's were like one of the first homes mm. past that gate, okay. and to me, the the police had already been told to stand down they weren't supposed to be able to help they called the police they right. they weren't going to come so now what do you do do you sit in your do you go to your little safe room inside your house and wait for your your house to fall down around you uh-huh. uh, to say that I'm going to go defend myself or do you step out there when the first instance occurs like they did and defended themselves i i applaud them for what they did and, and i i'm saddened that more in their community didn't come out and help them
0: 9:30 we've got information one more time and then it's back to uh, Uh, take uh, uh, another swipe at what it is we're talking about here this morning and you are well you are welcome to jump into the conversation whether you like what we're talking about whether you have uh, an alternate opinion hey man everybody is welcome at 573-633-5395 business government religion family issues and more find it all right here on 89.3 KEYK Osage Beach, Missouri
1: I'm Nathan Bechtold, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Wednesday, June 15th. The Osage Beach Outlet Mall was the subject of an impassioned public hearing and vote on Monday evening at Osage Beach City Hall. The city's TIF commission was deciding whether or not to recommend a funding plan for a possible redevelopment at the mall. That's expected to cost $186 million in total. Lots of speakers came in support of the TIF, including several employees from the mall. The commission meeting ended with a unanimous yes vote to recommend the plan to the City Board of Aldermen. The board meets Thursday. Pet owners beware. Coyotes are teaching their pups how to hunt and travel this time of year, and that can lead to conflicts with pets and people. Dogs and cats can both be at danger from coyotes, and Missouri Conservation recommends a few simple tips to keep them off your property. Keep food sources such as trash cans secure, Make loud noises if a coyote is spotted, and do not leave your pets unattended. Well, it's hot. You already knew that, but the National Weather Service says it's going to stay hot, and the heat index may reach well over 100 degrees today. A few tips for keeping your home cool in these temperatures, courtesy of Ameren. Close off any unused rooms in your house. Cook outdoors, think grilling, and reduce hot water use when possible. It's a good reason to take a cold shower. Well, this has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. Lakeexpo.com.
0: Portions of the programming on key radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source.
2: Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Wednesday. More work for the Chiefs today. They're having their mandatory mini camp this week. It is day two of the mini camp. They'll take it through tomorrow, and then the Chiefs will take a few weeks off before they open training camp. July 26th for the 12th straight year, it will be in St. Joe. First game of the regular season comes on September 11th on the road against Arizona. The new buyers of the Denver Broncos are spending a lot of money. It's a record. $4.65 $4.65 billion for the team. That's a new high for the North American sports team. The Walton Penner Group, headed by Walmart heir Rob Walton, his daughter uh, Carrie Walton Penner, and her husband are the ones uh, – buying that. Boy, I tell you, that's a lot of money. Baseball, the Cardinals close out a series at home against the Pirates today, and the Royals close out a series on the road against the San Francisco Giants today, and college baseball gearing up for the best time of its season. The College World Series gets underway on Friday. The final eight teams Left standing looking to win a national championship there. Triple crown horse racing came to an end last weekend. If you didn't hear, Mo Donegal won the Belmont Stakes. We had three different horses winning the three different races. The Preakness winner was early voting, and the Kentucky Derby winner was Rich Strike. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns, 7, 5, and 11 every single day. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows shows and don't forget about uncle chris at the top of the hour almost every hour you can see lake tv on como channel 90 you can see lake tv absolutely free on roku just do a search for lake tv and streaming live 24 7 at mylake tv.com i'm chris schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this wednesday
0: portions of our programming on key radio made possible thanks to lake tv
3: lake tv is your hometown local tv station featuring cup of coffee with will and chris what's burning with kb live high school sports real estate dining boating and of course the annual lake of the ozark shootout lake tv on como connect channel 90 roku youtube facebook and instagram and of course online at mylakeTV.com. tv.com if it's happening at the lake it's happening on lake tv
0: The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash key radio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. your daily dose of news, sports, weather, and more with KB on The Daily Show. Weekdays starting at 8 a.m., heard again at 4 p.m., and again at midnight on 89.3 The Key. Hot, humid, those are the words that you're going to be hearing a lot from your local uh, meteorologist, whether it's on the tube or on the uh, radidio. So uh, 94 the high today, 75 the low tonight, maybe a chance for some scattered showers or thunderstorms. Uh, Other than that, it is mid to upper 90s for the rest of the month of June. We'll even uh, get close to topping the century mark uh, probably uh, Monday and or Tuesday. Uh, We'll probably set a few records, and, of course, you have to consider the heat index. What genius came up with the heat index? And so it's 95 degrees, but it feels like 105. Uh,
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so so if it's 95 here, but it feels like 105, where is it actually 105 and feels 105?
0: Well, if it was 105, <laughs> then it'd feel like 115. That'd be out in Las Vegas someplace. <laughs> 939 is our time. Mike Skelton is here, 82 degrees now, broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. I don't know if we'll uh, get a call from Gail or not. I did uh, send her a text and ask her if she wouldn't mind... Uh, chiming in to talk a little bit about this uh, TIF commission meeting and uh, what this means as far as the outlet mall is concerned, and I don't care who you are, but I think if you lived at the lake for any amount of time, uh, the outlet mall has always been a place where uh, we see, or we did see, a lot of people go for a lot of years. I remember shopping at the Levi's store and yeah, getting the uh, what do they call those? Uh, they're five
4: o ones. They're not exactly one hundred percent irregulars. Irregular, that's mm-hmm. it, irregular. Mm-hmm. irregular jeans. you know, things they couldn't sell somewhere else they'll send to their outlet stores, you know, what the heck.
0: Yeah. My friend Willie used to work at the, uh, Willie Beck used to work at the uh, Levi's store. And uh, he'd every once in a while say, uh, you know, how about that employee discount, buddy? How about help a brother out?
4: <laughs> yeah. I would look at me and he'd say get your stuff and get out yeah right <laughs> i enjoyed going to a lot of those different stores that used to be here cuz i i I mean, unless it's something that I've already had in my hand before and I'm mm-hmm. ordering another one, that's one thing. But I, I like to, I mean, if I'm going to go shopping, for I'm not a shopper, but mm-hmm. if I'm going to go, yeah, you know, I want to touch it. I want to feel it. I want to know what I'm buying before I give them my cash.
0: Last thing in the world I like doing is uh, shopping for clothes or shoes oh, or any of that stuff. Yeah. That just drives me
4: nuts. Mm, me too, man.
0: Uh, because I'm the kind of person I like to go in. I like to, you know, find what it is I'm looking for, try it on and pay for it and, yeah, get out. <laughs> make a hasty retreat. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yep, yep. And, and, and hey, nothing against salespeople because, uh, you know, if that's what you do and uh, you're good at it and you make a decent living, good for you. But I, I just don't, you know, people want to come over and start helping me. Uh, well, you know, uh, what are you, the federal government? Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm teasing, obviously. But, no. you know, I, I, I'm just and, – and, and now they've got – here's the one that, that gets me. All of these people that are buying vehicles online. Now, I know, um, I watch a lot of those car shows, and when they're looking for a parts car, you know, they'll find what they're looking for online, and they still really don't know the condition of the vehicle until it arrives. Sure. But I'm, hey... Kick the tires. Hey, I'm looking underneath it at uh, the oil pan gasket and the transmission uh, pan gasket and all that good stuff, and looking at the engine block and and you know looking for rust and this and that and the other thing. I just personally and and so I'm old school. I, obviously, I'm old school because people are buying vehicles online. You can you know go to the website, click in what you want, basically the price you'll pay. Uh, maybe certain uh, things that uh, you're looking for, maybe low mileage car, truck, SUV, whatever, high mileage, who knows, whatever your preferences may be, and then, you know, you, I guess you make a bid on the vehicle, and whoever's selling the vehicle, if they accept your bid, then it's a done deal, and they'll bring the car to you. I mean, they'll bring it yeah, to you on the back of a flatbed yeah, or whatever, well. however it uh, gets to you, and... and Therein lies another problem. I wonder how much it costs depending on where you live. Not so delivering. I don't know if we have anything in the area locally that, uh, you know, a business locally that uh, provides that type of service. But my goodness, we, we've we got businesses in the area that will bring you your food. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, me personally, I'm all about doing it myself. I, I don't. And, and 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 another thing is, is uh, these grocery stores and places that will shop for you. I, I just, I'm not, I, I personally, I, you know, hey, if you're comfortable doing that, good for you. And I hope you enjoy it. And it's great. And it's wonderful. And the experience is just over the top. Because, you know, I'm sure there are people that are busy and just don't have time to mess with it. They don't want to mess with it. That's fine. Another convenience feature. But, again, here you are relying on someone else. To do the shopping for you, so let's say one of the things you put on the uh, the list is tomatoes. I you mean, I need like three tomatoes, and I don't know if you have to you know put in a specific preference in terms of the size or the ripeness or the <laughs> weight
4: or whatever but uh, you know you just illustrated most the uh, big part of the problem yeah and what happens when hey I want a uh, you know a 16 ounce uh, whatever well what if that whatever isn't there? Mm-hmm. what are they going to substitute it for?
0: Well maybe they just don't they or, say, or they don't we yeah. don't have it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. which is starting to become more and more of a problem when you go shopping the things that you would normally find. Uh, they uh, they aren't showing up on store shelves. And for the love of Pete, will you just leave it where it's at and stop moving it around? <laughs> yeah, my my wife likes these little frozen quiches that you can buy. And so since I do all the shopping because, number one, uh, my wife doesn't get around as well as she used to. And for her, it's an all-day event. And then she gets home, and she's not happy. And so we just alleviate that problem. She makes a list. Here you go, mm-hmm. go to the store, done deal. And even then, even then I have to call, I have to call her and say, now, okay, it says you need tomato paste. It just says tomato paste. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say how much. It doesn't say, do you prefer a specific brand? Mm-hmm. So rather than just doing my own thing mm-hmm. and, and trying to do some guesswork here, Now, I know we've had tomato paste in the house before. What size can did I get? Was it the 4.5 or the (laughs) 8.3 ounce? Whatever. And I call her, and I say, listen. And she'll go, what? What is it? Why are you bothering me? I sent you to the store so I could have some quiet time. Okay, sorry. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about the tomato paste. Two cans. 4.5 4.5 ounces, okay. no, and She doesn't do that. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> sure. But the point
4: is, is I don't want to go home with the wrong thing. No. Yeah. You know? And then... Uh, yeah, I just couldn't uh, let people shop for me like that. I don't know what it is. But but I tell you what, it's a big deal, though. You know, you go into a bunch of these stores, and, and you see these people pulling these big carts around with their tubs, and they're just filling them in. They got their lists, and it, it's a totally different industry now. What I mean, I'd
0: just... like to do, what I'd like... To, the service I would like to provide is take a group of shoppers that are older, that go around in those little scooters that they have in the stores. And the reason I say that is uh-huh. is because so often I have encountered people that get into these little scooters and they're driving around and they get to something on in one of the aisles that's way the heck up. There. Sure. And I'm fortunate enough to be, you know, able to reach to mm-hmm. the top of most shelves and help them out so i figured we we just all go together and you know i can put things in their cart i can help them shop and they're right there so they would definitely make sure that i got the right item sure right yeah. that's the wrong item no <laughs> um, anyway the one to the
4: right the one to the right
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. but and, and i've done that for people before because well, i sure well and in the last experience i had i was buying some macaroni salad i, I remember it vividly and the lady came up and she said, "You're just who I've been looking for." And I said, "Oh, really? Why is that? Because uh, I need some macaroni salad. Would you just <laughs> hand it to me and get out of my way?" Yeah, right. Exactly. She wasn't like that. She was very nice, very kind. Again, I'm exaggerating. I like to have fun with people, but I said, "Really? I, I'm the person you've been looking for." And I thought, "Well, maybe you know, she had some money to give me, or oh, yeah. uh, uh, maybe some free advice, sure. or, or or what have you." But uh, you know, just taking the opportunity to go and, and help people out in the store, I'm all about it. I'm all about it, you know.
4: Well, that's how we help. Uh, that's how we help each other out in the community, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, well, just a lot of different little things, you know. That's where, where it's part of what we're supposed to do is help each other out, just in life in general, if we can.
0: Thought about uh, having a drive-through liquor store one time. There's there they exist. Yeah, I know they do. Sure do. All I thought that place. would be a great idea. Just it have is. your own drive-through liquor store.
4: Yeah, now in Missouri, uh, and as long as you're not the driver, you can have an open container. Yeah, you know, Yep. you just be the de- you be the DD and everybody else can be the drunk D, you know, and it, <laughs> the life drunk. is good.
0: Well, not the drunk driver, the DP.
4: Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Drunk passenger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not, not DD. Well, that's designated driver,
0: not yeah. drunk driver. Right, it's and designated then you said, driver. And then you and that, said, uh, what did you then say? Then you'll have a
4: drunk, then you'll have everybody else will be drunk. Oh, okay. you'll be the DD and everybody else will be drunk. So it's I hope great. not.
0: Well, no, I hate no. dealing with drunk people.
4: You know, my dad was an alcoholic, and as long as nobody, you know, gave him a hard time when he was at the bars drinking or whatever, he was the happiest, luckiest, you know, go having fun and and just go along and and be great, but if somebody uh, upset his apple cart... Uh, he wound up being a very mean, angry, uh, uh, drunk, and and uh, at six foot uh, four, and you know, like you're, you you talk about your dad a lot of times. I was just gonna say, know.
0: did we have the same father? <laughs>
4: Might be are, a we, lot. are we from,
0: are we brothers from other mothers? Well, well, were, but we had the same father.
4: Yeah, they, well, they definitely have the same mentality uh, because when he uh, when he was on the sauce and uh, and and you upset his apple cart, it was a problem for whoever that was, so yeah. and a lot of people around him, you know. So yeah. so yeah, I had but, a foxhole uh, in the backyard. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> ran, yep. ran and dove into the foxhole. Wait for the yeah. uh, wait for the impending yeah. uh, battle to, uh, to right. end. I like sitting in a bar and watching drunk folks. Do you? Oh, they're fun. They're fa- stupid human tricks. Come on now, it's fast. That's what we used to love to do at uh, at mountain man rendezvous. You know, we just sit around the campfire of an evening and watch stupid human tricks all night long. <laughs> <laughs> the one
0: thing you don't want to do. Uh, and as uh, somebody who bounced in, in several bars over the years, uh, you don't want to get in between. You know, drunk guys are like, yeah, you know, they throw a couple of punches or push and shove. And by that time, the bouncers are there and they can pull them apart and escort them out. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get between two drunk women. Absolutely <laughs> not. And, and, and good case in point. So I was working in this bar and there was uh, a table. There was probably about 12 people sitting at the table. Well, there was a guy with a cowboy hat, and he was sitting next to a woman who I thought was either his girlfriend or his wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't recall. And then there was another woman sitting across from the two of them. And I guess there was a couple other women sitting on either side. So the woman next to the guy with the cowboy hat got up, and she took her beer bottle, and she smacked this woman upside the head with it. Whoa. And... Then the first started flying. They got a hold of each other's hair and they were mm-hmm. yanking in each other's clothes and swinging wildly. I mean, just you know coming from way back here to way up here and and so I told the guys I said, "Now just hold on a minute, let's let it let's let it uh, you know play out a little, run its course, and then we'll then we'll uh, assist where needed. Mm-hmm. And it come to find out that while they were there and they were sitting down and they'd been drinking for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And so the truth serum started to kick in, right? And it turns out the lady across the table apparently had some sort of a rendezvous with the cowboy across, you know, on the other side across from her. And the lady sitting next to the cowboy found out about it mm. and it was go time. Mm-hmm. It was go time. And it was definitely go time because this woman took the beer bottle and hit this woman upside the head with it. I just happened to be standing next to the table when this happened, and so the woman that got hit, I, I thought, man, that's it for her. She's going down. She popped right back up. Like re- remember those? What was the, uh, those toys where if you hit it, it goes down, and, but it comes right back yes, up? Yes, yes, I do. Like remember, an inflatable yeah. clown or whatever. Yes,
4: yes, yes. Yeah.
0: And this woman popped right back up, and all of a sudden, she must have had an adrenaline rush. Because she was like Spider-Man coming over that table. Well, wow. you're not going to do that to me in public and get away with it and so on and so forth. And they exchanged explicatives. And so we finally let it play out for a minute or so. And then we stepped in and pulled everybody apart. And the whole time as we were walking these two women out, I'm going to get you. I know where you live. I'll find you.
4: Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, yeah. yeah. Stay yeah. far away from that if you can help it. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's fun. I mean, yeah. Um... Sometimes I mean it can get ugly, but it, otherwise it's kind of fun watching. I uh, yeah. Stupid human tricks, man. Exactly. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole uh, thing on uh, on on YouTube of stupid human tricks. They yeah. call it Fail Army, you know.
0: <laughs> so. All of a sudden, gravity doesn't apply anymore, <laughs> yeah. and people are falling down left and right. Right, right, right. And alcohol. There's something about alcohol and gravity. You know, the the two of them just yeah. don't uh, they don't coexist in the same realm. Right. On a positive uh, on, on a positive level. So. Yeah. It is 9.53. Today's Global Wind Day, by the way.
4: Global Wind Day. Help
0: save the planet and boost the international economy through the power, uh, oh, through wind power, this Global on. Wind Day. And They've got all the wind turbines there. Uh, <laughs> what else are we talking about? National Bug Busting Day. Although they're not particularly dangerous, lice certainly cause a lot of irritation and distress. And I've got this thing that looks like a, uh, uh, a racquetball racket, Right. And you put a battery in it you press the button. And it's like having one of those bug zappers. I
4: was using mine last night. That you
0: can wield around. <laughs> yeah. Those are awesome. National Prune Day, by the way. Prune Day. All right. Get your prunes. Good for your movement. I love prunes. I will tell you that. Today's National Sneak a Kiss Day, but don't try it on me. Mm-mm. National Smile Power Day. National uh, Nature Photography Day. George Denny, anytime I, I see a cool photo, I, I always look to see if George Denny took that picture. And today is also National Megalodon Day. You know
4: the Megalodon? Yeah, I figure it's a dinosaur of some nature, but otherwise, it's a a form of shark. Oh, okay. It's a giant shark. shark. Megalodon is like like a whale, but with shark teeth. Exactly. Okay. Uh,
0: But by the way, today is Beer Day in Britain. Nothing gets a Brit going like a pint. Pint of beer and a cause for celebration. And and here's the thing, anymore, I think uh, a lot of these things they just make up.
4: Oh, of course they do.
0: I need a reason to celebrate. Today is National uh, Windscreen on Your Microphone Day. <laughs> ah, let's have a, let's yeah, have a few there drinks. You there you go. Whatever you need. 9.54 uh, is hot time. filters. So I'm going to see if maybe we can get Gail in here to talk. Either, well, I say get her in here, but uh, she's so busy, I'll see if maybe I can catch her in transit, or if we can just uh, talk to her on the phone and find out a little bit more. Uh, you were talking to Bill Acasier at SRG about... Uh, these bonds and it said in the uh, article that we talked about that was in com, that if uh, the project goes under if it fails the city would not be responsible for paying on those bonds did you learn anything there
4: not exactly uh bill is a little bit uh wondering how that works for sure mm-hmm. i mean he figures that once they sell them then whoever buys that bond is is on the hook sure. you know for it uh but then why do you need the city to administer those bonds he's thinking that that uh, there might be a little better interest rate or or that maybe they don't have to pay some sort of penalties or fees i don't know how those bonding stuff works but uh uh, that's not my Bailey Wick, but uh, it certainly is these folks here at the S R G Financial Advisors. That's what they uh, that's what they deal with. That's their profession, and and uh, we'll have to research that a little bit more. Maybe we need to ask the the city folks. It might might be some really great great questions to ask at the uh, uh, at the next alderman meeting to see just how many of them aldermen. Well, no, I goes will on. tell
0: you that I have reached out to the mayor of Osage Beach, newly ah, elected mayor uh, Michael Harmison. Yep, sure, Fantastic. and I'm still waiting to. Hear back from him if he can uh, be on the program, because I'd sure like him to come in. I know, essentially, that's what he had said once he was uh, elected. He would like to have the opportunity to uh, come in, and I just uh, uh, just received a confirmation from him. He said, I would be happy to be a guest with you on both programs. Please let me know where I should be and when on both days. Thanks much, Michael. There's your uh, new mayor of Osage Beach. Uh, and so I guess we will uh, take an opportunity to reach out to him and uh, find out a little bit more. I, I, I got to know, though, you know, uh, one day uh, you're a business owner and the next day you're a business owner and you're the mayor.
4: Mm-hmm. What I wonder what that's like. Well I guarantee you it opened up uh, or, or say it didn't open his schedule. it, uh, it tightened up his schedule because I guarantee is a whole lot busier now. <laughs>
0: there was a but, there um, was a word or a phrase he used to use it was called free time, which yeah he has, doesn't uh, have no
4: more. doesn't have any uh, and sometimes any free time, you know you, you be careful what you wish for, you yeah. just might get it.
0: <laughs> well, and, and, and you know you, you talk about some politicians out there that they get into uh, they get into politics. And then they realize just how rough it is trying to uh, juggle a business and a political life and a personal life and every other thing. So we will have to... Uh we will have to definitely ask him about that.
4: Well, I think if you go into any uh, elected office thinking that you're going to go in and change the world and that you're going to have all of this uh, authority to do X, mm-hmm. Y, Z, and and all these fantastic pie in the I'm sky. I'm the mayor. I, I'll I, park yeah,
0: wherever I want.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, all that sort of stuff. Uh, I think you're a. You're going into it for the wrong reason, and uh, B. Um, I think you're going to find out that you, you probably have uh, uh, some, some delusional thoughts, honestly, mm-hmm. because, you know, in any elected office, you're just one person. And, uh, you know, a mayor of a city in a lot of cities doesn't really have much authority or control over what happens, um, even uh, at the county level. You know, uh, uh, the presiding commissioner does not vote. On issues, mm-hmm. they don't bring up, um, uh, they don't bring motions to the floor to see if something's going to go forward. So, uh, a lot of times, you just don't have uh, that uh, that lever that you think you have as a legislator in Jeff City. You're one vote. You know, and uh, you're one voice, one vote. And uh, in, in the case of up there, it's not even that important because of the way the power structure is. So, um, so elected officials, uh, you know, I think um, have to understand that they're just a part of a cog and uh, that they do the best they can and hopefully be, uh, you know, a voice for liberty and freedom.
0: Just another cog and a great big wheel, and I well, feel I'm, like a number. Bob Seeger said it best. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, you want a business
0: license? I want a free meal. <laughs> I'm teasing. Yeah, yeah. We are just about ready to put this one uh, to bed. Ike, as always, thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me. See you back here next Wednesday. And uh, also, uh, Chris Ann Hall will be on the program tomorrow as scheduled. I have confirmation from her publicist, so we're looking forward to speaking with her. However, at this particular point, she will not be uh, in the Uh, Camdenton on June 26th at the First Baptist Church as scheduled, and hopefully they'll be able to reschedule that date. We are at 84 degrees, 94, the expected high, 75, with the possibility of some scattered showers and thunderstorms. People are going to be, we were complaining about the rain, now we'd love to have